Welcome to Sean Small Talk by Brampton Proud. On this side, we keep things real and authentic. No BS, no pretense. Let's make it happen. Let's go! This episode is brought to you by Tonino's Pizzeria, the award-winning reader's choice for best pizza in Italian cuisine, serving Brampton for 17 years, and D-Minded, your award-winning creative agency specializing in web design, branding, and creative design. Contact us today for a free quote by visiting dminded.ca or calling 416-840-8519. Hi world, welcome to Sean Small Talk. We have special guest Karn in the building. How you doing? Good, Sean. Thanks for having me on, man. Thank you for coming in. Is everything good? Yeah, yeah life's good, man. It's been a while. I, I only met you for the second time today. Yeah, yeah, that's surprising. It feels like I've seen you or <laughs> many times. It must be social media or something. Yeah, yeah, because you know, like I post a lot. I'm, I'm a little crazy on social media. <laughs> People say the same thing, like they know me for years. Do you get that impression, like when I post? The... Yeah, I, d I definitely see like the Brampton Proud, the D-Minded, um, I think your own personal page. Like, there's there's lots of uh, social media profiles you're using, so I get a lot of it. Yeah, and it's time consuming as well. It's not oh, easy, so I'm trying to cut it back. I do manage TEDx Brampton. I have my personal page and the podcast right here. But, you know, it's good that you're back here. Um, I'm looking forward to talking to you. Um, so what's new? Nothing, man. Just uh, working on my podcast. uh I'm working on some uh, branding and some merch yeah. uh, for the Hustler State Basic brand. So looking into that, design some uh, different types of clothing and stuff. Uh, hope, mm -hmm. Hoping to go live with that um, next month. And uh, also... That's just exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I support you, man. If you have a shirt or hat or yeah, yeah. I'll wear that, I'll wear that for sure. Respect, yeah. And just uh, one of the things I'm also looking to do is start my own business. Mm -hmm. um, just been uh, in the development phase of that, I guess, right now. That's exciting. So let the audience know who you are and what you do, please. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Karen Gill. I'm at KG the Hustler mm -hmm. on Instagram, um, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I do is I have a podcast show called Hustler Stay Basic, where I feature entrepreneurs and freelancers doing cool things within the GTA. And I get them to share their story. Um, usually very motivational, inspirational. And uh, listeners get to see that, hey, life isn't very linear. <laughs> and it's not like everyone just goes through success. It's kind of like the iceberg effect, right? Uh, Ups and downs, bumps yeah. and bruises, the common saying. Yeah. And uh, another thing that I'm doing is, uh, like, for me personally, I didn't know what I wanted to do out of high school. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know what they want to do out of high school. Same um, here. Even in university, even when they're 20 and 30, they still don't know what they want to do, right? Even in their 30s. Exactly, exactly. Um, so and you're 29, right? 29. So you're not there yet, so you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but one of the other things I'm trying to do is uh, educate people on the different career choices that they may not have heard of. Uh, myself being Indian, mm -hmm. culturally, we're pushed to be, you know, like an engineer, a lawyer, a doctor, an accountant, professionals, right? That's right. Because they're safe jobs, but uh, not everyone's cut out to be that. And uh, we should celebrate people who go against the grain and are able to succeed in a different industry. But how do you take that challenge, though? Because even my dad's Pakistani as well, so mm -hmm. I'm actually half Indian. or yeah, yeah. Um, And, you know, they have that um, mindset that, you know, go to school, become a doctor, be a, a lawyer. And I'm like, it's not for everybody. So, how, you know, what made you get over that hump and, you know, maybe going against your parents? 
oh, for me, like I actually went with my parents to learn this. <laughs> I, I yeah. actually went and got an engineering degree. I kind of just trucked through it, uh, worked a job as a manufacturing engineer and just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of when I realized like I have to do something because I'm sure I'm not the only one going through this, right? Yeah. So what do you do now? Do you work a full-time job? Which I see you do <laughs> travel a lot, but what exactly do you do on that side? Yeah, I, w- I work as a process engineer in a financial institution, and uh, it's very uh, different from the normal engineering that I study, like design engineering, tolerances and stuff. When you're working in a financial bank, you're just trying to figure out the processes, you know, whether it's like um, how customer gets a card, how they activate a card, stuff like that. So that, I think that stuff's pretty cool. So what exactly do you do, though? I, I don't understand an engineering. <laughs> I just know, like, sound yeah. en- engineers that mix and <laughs> master songs, but... What exactly is your day-to-day task? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Um, uh, particularly for me, I work in uh, Know Your Customer slash uh, anti-money laundering team mm-hmm. uh, for the financial institution. So basically what we do is uh, we ensure that if, we, if you apply for a card, we collect all your information and yeah. we actually know who you are. Uh, we do this through like different types of screenings, different types of checks. Um, and uh, my job particularly is to make sure that the financial institution is meeting all the regulations. Yeah. And uh, also if we can improve it to make the process easier for you and easier for the bank. That's right. So you're working with a lot of entrepreneurs, but you're not one yet. Why is that? Not yet. Um, is it the risk? I know you talk <laughs> about the risk and the challenges yeah, yeah. and, you know, I'm in it. Like I've been doing it full time in Brampton mm-hmm. for eight years. I've been in business for 14 years, not full time, eight years, part time, just yeah. my side hustle from 22 to 28 28 to 36, I've been doing it full-time here in Brampton, and this is why I'm Brampton proud. So I don't understand that. Help me understand that you're pitching entrepreneurship, but you're not in the game. No disrespect, but I want to understand that. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, that's cool. That's a a really good question. Um, Basically, because I've already realized that entrepreneurship is the best way to live a fulfilled life for for myself. I've realized that. Mm -hmm. I've gone through that self-actualization process where – um, I want to do things on my term, and if I want to work 18 hours today, I want to do the things that are uh, close to me and that, that are tied to me. Yeah. Um, uh, it's just been uh, a process of trying different things and trying to figure out what actually I want to start <laughs> a business in. Yeah, because why I asked that question is that, you know, your knowledge is great. I'm not going to knock it. It's mm-hmm. amazing, but, you know, how I operate is that I, I'm not taking advice from somebody that has never done it, <laughs> that's not in the trenches, that has 100%. not struggled and, and actually been through it. So that's just how I am. But I know everyone's advice is valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard your podcast. It's amazing. But the only thing is that I feel like when you're in the trenches and you know the grind, the ups yeah. and downs, like when I put that post out about being undervalued as a small business, when you have to pay your bills, clients don't care about that, customers. What I'm saying is that to stand up for yourself, know your value and worth. And if you can filter out the good with the bad, yeah. um, I think that will make it worth it. So Yeah, but by no means do I do I give uh, advice to like entrepreneurs and stuff. It's mm-hmm. basically I bring the entrepreneur on the show and be like, hey, you give me advice and you give everyone else advice. Yeah. And uh, just it's, it's been a cool experience because every guest that it comes on, they share something. Um, so name one piece of, of, of advice that someone gave you. I see you interview some great yeah, people, yeah. some of my friends, Kiefer, Andy, and yeah. a few others. So, something uh, similar that you mentioned was, uh, you know, like you, you're you in it, you're working hard, and you have to find out a way to pay the rent, pay all these things, right? Mm-hmm. And I had uh, an artist here from Brampton, Jasmine Panu, come on, and uh, she was talking about, you know, taking on her uh, first house mortgage yeah. when she started uh, entrepreneurship and leaving her job. And 
it, it was kind of eye-opening because everyone kind of thinks that they can just jump into entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> the advice that I got from her and a lot of my other guests have reciprocated the same thing. It's kind of like um, you don't have to dive in. You can get your feet wet, feet wet, feet wet. And then as soon as you s- feel like your income is okay and steady enough, you can leave your job and go full, full in on entrepreneurship. And that's kind of the yeah. path that I'm going. I'm working on my full-time job. I have an income. It's safe. Yep. So I have like, you know, eight hours a day to do something else, to work on something else. Yes, yes, which is true to a certain extent. Because with, with me, um, if you don't know my story, I've been fired from every single job from 16 to 28, every job. Okay. You know, for what? Um, one time I rolled my ankle. They fired me. Um, I didn't get along with my bosses. So at 28, I got married to my wife. Two months into my marriage, they fired me. <clears throat> so I had a mortgage. I had my house. I had my wife. I, I had started my family. Really exciting time in my life. I did have demanded on the side um, as a side hustle, but exactly. um, I, I didn't make any money at that point because when I got fired, my income stopped. I was on EI for a couple of months. And then after that, I'm like, man, I got to do it. So um, it wasn't a point where I'm like I'm making more money than my current job. What whatever I was making then forty thousand yeah. dollars. Um, so I think in my perspective, since I've been through it, I feel like once you make that decision in your mind that you know I can do it, I'm gonna pursue this. Mm-hmm. I, I had to make like um, I, I was cold calling like crazy. I was calling like one hundred plus people a day. My first month to make three thousand or four thousand dollars was like ten clients. <laughs> so my advices and tips are that. You are never just going to, you know, make a, you know, m- more income than what you usually make. If that's the 100%. case, it's great. But I feel like when you have that drive um, and you're forced to do something that you're not used to doing, I think that's when you grow. And I'm still here, and I hope to continue this. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's that's cool advice. Yeah, hundred percent. I think for me, it's just uh, getting a income. <laughs> yeah. From from what from what I want to do, and just seeing that as possible, and then just going all in on it. And it's scary too because if you're making sixty or hundred thousand or even thirty thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. in, in business it can be inconsistent. So 100%. this is why it's a scary moment to do that. I know, you know, my my wife's a teacher. She was raised with a you know with the mindset that con- consistent income is what you want. And I do agree with her because we don't have pension plans here. I don't have a, a retirement plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I'm more about balancing, you know, your time frame. So. Um, talk about more of your, about your podcast, like um, what your future goals are with that. Because I've seen it's great. Um, I know the, the people you, you interview, they have some great insight and knowledge, and it inspires me. Yeah, for, for 2020, it's, it's a pretty small, small and simple goal. It's just uh, get some more people doing great things within the communities, shine more spotlight, get more awareness, create my brand as KG, as Carngill, as KG the Hustler on the page. Yeah. Um, get some more downloads on the page. And uh, just get into schools myself just to start talking to them about career choices, not the entrepreneurship side, yeah. just the total nine to five side, the total uh-huh. opposite side. Because not everyone's yeah. going to be an no. entrepreneur, like you said, right? Of course not. Um, so I want to If go everyone was an entrepreneur, <laughs> there'll be no businesses because then we don't have workers. Exactly, 100%. <laughs> so I kind of want to be like, hey, if you're not cut out to be an entrepreneur, that's totally cool. But that doesn't mean you have to be an engineer, engineer, lawyer, doctor, and hate your job and go through this motion. It's your one life, right? Yeah. you got to take advantage <laughs> of that and do something you enjoy. That's right. So I see you are a big rap fan. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I see you listen to Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, what's, what's that guy called? Yo Gotti? Yeah. Yo yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. You, you heard about that, that rap artist that just died, Pop Smoke, mm-hmm. rest in peace. Mm-hmm. I never heard of him. But who are your top three artists and why? 
Yeah, that's that's a really good question. Huh. I know I know Nipsey Hussle's there. I it's know. of all time, not not just somebody that recently passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All time. Yeah, yeah. I'll throw Nipsey Hussle on there. I'll uh-huh. throw uh, Yo Gotti on there, and then I'll throw uh, Big Sean on there. Really, eh? So those are my those, those are three. My, <laughs> those are my three. Like I, I've listened to Nas. I've listened yeah. to Jay Z. Like I love those guys. Um, I listen. It's to the older generation. I listen to all yeah. their older albums as well. Um, but yeah, I think Big Sean doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. I think uh, Yo Gotti. When I first heard anything of his, I was like, this guy doesn't know how to rap. This is stupid. <laughs> and I started following his story, like where he came from, from Memphis. He did a bunch of documentaries on his life. and like Goes he, down in the DM. Yeah, yeah <laughs> goes down in the DM. He made tracks to Crazy. just uh, uh, blow up. And yeah, man, just the struggle that some of these rappers go through is insane. Yeah, and when you look at Nipsey Hussle, yeah. um, you know, rest in peace. Prior to him dying, I only knew one song, Grinding All My Life, mm-hmm. which that hit me hard because that's what we do. And, you know, I watched every interview. I listened to every album. I think <laughs> he might have more tracks coming out, but I see that you're a huge, huge fan of his. What's your favorite song? Yeah, I I was actually going to do a post on this uh, and say these are my top 10 Nipsey Hustle songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it took a lot of time. I've just been thinking about it. I haven't even put it down on paper, and I'm just like, every <laughs> time I hear a song, I'm like, actually, this song is really good. Yeah, um, uh, I think my favorite song is uh, "Ocean Views." It's a song oh yeah, I heard that crazy heard "Ocean Views." Yeah, yeah it's on his uh, Sloss and Boy Two album, I believe, and uh, yeah, he just like uh, you know, he it talks about him manifesting his dream and how it, how it happens, and I think it's just so deep and so cool. No, it's nuts. So my my top two are in "Grinding All My Life," of course, of course, "Hustle" and "Motivate." I love hustle which, and yeah, which you know. There are many more, but those are my top two because, yeah. as, as I said, what are we trying to do in this world is to hustle and motivate. Not hustle mm-hmm. on the, you know, drug side of life, but hustle, yeah. like live your, your best life and fulfill your dreams because I, I think that's the only thing that we could do in this world. If, if you've ever heard that song and gone for a walk, it's just <laughs> like... Dun, 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 you feel hype. The beat hits <laughs> and you're just like, every step you're taking that beat's hitting, it's, it's a really good song, man. That's insane, that man. Even me, like, going back to my favorite rap artist. Yeah, you know, you, you love your Eminem and, mm-hmm. you know, Nas and Jay-Z. But with the up-and-coming artists right now, as I said, for me, number one is Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. Number two is Drake. Okay. Number three is Pop Smoke. Really? Yeah. I mean, when you actually hear his music, like, even though I never knew him prior because, you know, I'm, I'm older now, so I don't follow it like the, the younger kids, but... When you see the pot- potential that he had, the energy, his voice, his yeah. vision, um, how he was only in the game for two years and he made all this noise. Mm-hmm. Picture if, if he lived another 10, 20 years, yeah. he'd probably be up there in the top 10. Or <laughs> I'm yeah. not saying like top five, but top 10. But it's just sad how, how you know, people are hating and, yeah, they end well, his life. For me, when it comes to music, like I'm always like five years behind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just like enjoy like these songs and then i just keep on re- repeating them and i don't need i don't have a need to go out of that zone to grab more songs so i've actually never listened to a one pop song <laughs> ever. i'm sure after we're done this episode yeah. here you'll go listen to it watch some interviews he has done and sure. the voice is just crazy like they, they had an, an interview with him and they asked him like when did you realize that you had that crazy voice i think he said when he was in grade nine or grade 10 like deep deep voice like mm. it sounds like weird but it just on the microphone it just sounds amazing but so what's your future plans in life? I know you are married and yeah, you yeah. don't have kids as of yet. Yeah, but yeah. Where are you in five years? In five years? Um, the way I... 34, s- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
the way I see it, five years is the Hustler Stay Basic uh, brand is blown up. Mm-hmm. I see my small business uh, blown up to be a North American wide business, not just a Canada wide or Ontario wide business. Yep. Um, and I can't go into details about that yet on yeah. what the business is. No, it's fine. And uh, <coughs> yeah, man, just happy. Like I'm always just a very chill, low key, happy person. I don't get too high. I don't get too low. And I think that's kind of the spirit you need to have to succeed against, uh, you know, all the struggles you face. That's right. And I wish you the very best. And, you know, sky's the limit. And yeah. as they always say, and, you know, just it just if you keep working hard, if you're consistent, as you always hear among mm-hmm. entrepreneurs and, you know, that that's a tricky thing because consistency, you know, you try to put your best effort in, but it doesn't always work that way. So do you see any challenges that may arise um, that you're currently dealing with or that might come into place in the future? The like in general, just in life? and Yeah, uh, like, for, for example, like uh, my, bro- my brother just had a kid and I've, I've seen... Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, say, I mean just, but it's been like a year and a half or something like that, but... Still new. Yeah, That's yeah, new still life. New, still new life. And I, and I see the struggles uh, that happen with a kid and like you need to balance your life your, wa- your wife in your life and the kid's life. And you have to, if I'm still continuing, which I will be, yep. like the hustler stay basic stuff, um, you have to make time, whether it's uh, 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. or something, working on it, right? Yeah. Um, that's something I foresee for sure, but I'm excited for it. That's a good thing. And, you know, everything takes time. Like even, I, as you know, I have a child as well. Mm-hmm. His name is Prince. I call him the Fresh Prince of Brampton. <laughs> <laughs> nice. If you haven't seen it, any pictures of him, no, have, you know. Yeah. So, you know, he he's my life now. And, even now, I don't usually do podcasts on the weekends, but um, since you are a special guest, I make time <laughs> because you. weekends are for my, my family, so I don't take phone calls. I'll still post on my social media here and there, but I try to reserve um, weekends from Friday at 5 o'clock until Monday at 9 o'clock. Not because I'm lazy or that I don't want to do the work, but mentally, if I overwork myself, which yeah. a lot of people say, oh, you got to work long hours and you got to grind seven days a week. I think that's a bunch of BS. Mm. Um, do you feel the same that um, less is more? You have to work smarter than harder? Uh, for, for me particularly, I, I think you do have to work, but you also have to know yourself. You have to know your capabilities. Like if I'm working at 4 a.m., am I still going to be able to produce the same type of content mm. or the same thought process that I am at like 10 p.m. on another day? So yeah. actually for me, Sundays are actually my best day where I get the most oh, work does? done. I just spend <laughs> all of Sunday working on my stuff. Um, uh, and during the week, I try do to you get plan it. now, like plan yeah, on yeah. Sundays for next week? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I actually started something where it's like the last week of January, I plan for all of February and then wow. Sunday, I just kind of assess it, see what changed, see what didn't, and then plan for the next week mm-hmm. and get all the stuff ready for the next week. And, uh, end of, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, around like you could say nine to 10, nine, nine to 12. Yeah, I, I spend uh, working on my small business or thinking of ways to grow my uh, uh, Hustler Stay Basic podcast. Yes, which is huge because now you don't have kids. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Wait until you have a kid because they have to be in bed at 8 o'clock. Sorry, so how it works, as you know, um, well, from your, your brothers and yeah. siblings, they have nap time. So even right now, it's almost 11 o'clock. So Prince would nap around noon until 2 o'clock. So be- between that time frame, we can't go anywhere. Because otherwise, if he doesn't nap, the whole day is a mess. He sleeps around 8 to 9 o'clock. He wakes up at 6 o'clock in the morning. So, man, do everything that you can do right now. Don't rush into having a child. I had my first one at 34. Mm -hmm. You know, I know when the time is right, the time is right. But, you know, that's a crazy thing. So what what importance do you put on work-life balance? 
work-life balance like are you talking about from like a nine to five perspective or just like, i mean just like just in, in general because i as i said I, I know a lot of people that work so hard and their mm. marriage or even if you're not married that they don't even take time for themselves so yeah um, how, how do you balance that like your personal life and your work life i, I think it's super important uh because uh you know you have to come to some understanding with your significant others, whether it's your mom, your dad, your mm. family, or your wife, um, that, hey, I'm going to be working from here to here, and then this time I'm spending with you. Are you cool with that? Do you want more? Do you want less? And have that discussion and be open with them. If you don't have that discussion, uh, relationships can uh, take a negative downturn for sure. Yeah, because if you're not putting time into your wife or your <laughs> partner, <laughs> you're doomed. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So I, I try to, you know have date nights here and there. I'm, I am grateful and blessed that my, my parents are still around. My wife's parents are still here. So we'll usually drop them off at Vaughn and, and then just go up and just enjoy each other. Cause you know, it's not always about just the child, like even though that it's true, but you know, your, your mental side of it, you have to take care 100%. of that. So what else are you working on this year on top of the podcast on top of your yeah. business, anything else that's special that you want to let the audience know? No, essentially it's just growing my brand. Like, uh, it's funny that you said in five years from now, what are you going to do? I have this whole five years perspective. That is a common saying, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have this whole five years perspective for everything I'm doing, whether it's the Hustle or Stay Basic brand or the business or where I am right now in my nine to five. And uh, I'm super patient about everything I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And we were talking a lot about like, how are you going to grow? What are your goals? Yeah. Um, I'm kind of like a test and see. And maybe that's part of my engineering side coming out of me where I'll test it and see, test yeah. and then adjust. Um, so right now I'm just testing and just uh, waiting for him probably I would say midway through the season to adjust if I see something significant or something cool that I can go. Yeah, it's good though because as I said, we don't know what's you know in in store for tomorrow or tonight. Mm-hmm. But it's good to think in the long term. Like okay, like even me, I want to grow my business. I might I want to open up multiple locations. I have one in Brampton now, maybe one out east where I'm from. I'm raised in Scarborough. Um, I moved to Pickering for six years, so. I'm thinking about opening up an office there. I have mm. my, my team out there, manage that. Because then I can't deal with clients in Brampton and go to go to Bowmanville. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or even go to Scarborough. Like, that kills my entire day. So that might come either end of this year. Um, just a small branch that, you know, I can target people where I was raised, you know, for um, 22 years plus a, another six. So I was in the in the East End for 28 years oh, of my I life. Did not know that. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, as I said, where, where I grew up was in Scarborough, like, I'm a big basketball fan and I can still play now. I, I'm a shooter. Even back then, like the, the, like the type of player I was, I, I was a pretty decent player. I, I, I averaged just under 20 points a game. Oh, nice. Um, I think seven boards, three steals, four <laughs> assists. But what lacked back then 20 years ago is that basketball in Canada wasn't how it is today. Hmm. Um, if, it, if I was playing now, I would have got a scholarship at least D2 or D3, hmm. which means my education is paid for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so are, are you a basketball fan as well? Like, do you watch it? Do you play it? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So huge, huge Raptors fan. Um, huge, yeah, huge fan of the sport of basketball in general. Um, I, I used to play. It's funny that I'm talking. I'm 29, but I used to play it. But I just every time I play it, I like pop out my knee, pop oh, out yeah? my ankle. Like I'll get injured every time I play. I, I I'm like a grinder. Like I, usually <laughs> just, I just usually play That's hard scary. defense and just try to grab every rebound over anyone. Yeah. And oh, you don't care. Yeah, I don't care. And that's, I guess, it, I don't really care about how I'm landing, how I'm Damn. going up. So I, I usually just hurt myself. Uh, I have no, that's motor. scary, man. I have a motor <laughs> when it comes to ball, but as far as the Raptors, I actually used to have a basketball podcast. 
Yeah. Um, called the Super Basketball Bros with uh, four, uh, three other guys. Oh, really? How, how how did that go? It was going really well. I want to. Is say it still live or is it no, still no, running? No, okay, you stopped li- it. It's not live, and uh, it was funny that we had that conversation about like you know if you do a podcast with others, uh, you have to rely on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done a couple of things with other people. Um, but that's why it just inspired me to just start this Hustler Stay Basic podcast and be like, it's on me now. If it yep. if this thing fails, then this is on me 100%, and I'm not going to let it fail. <laughs> no. Yeah. If that's in your mindset, you won't let it yeah. fail. So name your top three tips about how to, you know, what to do when starting a podcast, and I'll share mine. Yeah, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Um, for me, uh, the most important thing was just start. You don't need, uh, I know like this is kind of counterintuitive, but you don't need yeah. the, the best equipment, the best uh, mic, the best recording it's software true. to start. Um, my example was I had $10 lavaliers that I got from Amazon mm-hmm. uh, for my first five episodes. Of course, the audio wasn't that good, but it's kind of like a gut check. It's like, do you really want to do this? Um, yep. <laughs> yeah and number two uh get a good hosting platform right now i'm using buzzsprout there's all kinds of good ones um but they're very cheap they can be anywhere from like 10 bucks a month to like 30 bucks a month and you can upload like about like six hours of content so like just know that there's some upfront initial investment but the upfront initial investment is so cheap like you can spend 50 bucks a month it, or less yeah you don't go out and drink one day or something like that <laughs> and you can start your own podcast right and three, just have a strategy of, like, who you are t- trying to tailor your message to. Like you can't just be like, this is going to be my podcast about yeah. my life. I'm <laughs> going to talk, talk about my life all the time. You have to kind of do some sort of research on who, who you want to tailor this content to. No, great tips. Thank you so much for sharing that. <laughs> my top three, number one is um, know how you plan to market your podcast mm. because it's all about the branding. If you brand it correctly, people are going to come in. That's really important. Choose a, a nice name for the podcast, Hustle or Basic, Sean Small Talk. Yeah. Um, you know, because that's key because, as I said, is that if you're pushing this out to potential guests and sponsors, you want them to feel the energy that you are bringing to the table. Number two, invest in professional equipment. Even though you say just get started, I do mm-hmm. agree, but when you have the right equipment, like even with what I'm using here, it pushes me. It, uh, <laughs> you know, at first I was scared. I was scared. I'm like, man, can I return this? Because when, when I bought everything, I didn't have sponsorship deals, which mm-hmm. was Tonino's Pizzeria, Copper Branch, Brampton, and, and my company, D-Minded, mm-hmm. invested in, in this. I was kind of scared. So I'm like, you know what? Um, if I don't do it, I can at least return it, uh, which <laughs> the equipment is That's number true. one. It's, it's just number one because it pushes you to do more Number three, as you mentioned, is you got to be consistent with it. Have a strategy. If you promise people episodes are coming out every Monday or Friday or whatever date that you choose, do not miss a date because that's when you lose your following and that's when you could drop off. So so that's my top three tips and your tips as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you know, podcasts are a great platform. Um, So what else is on your mind? You must be thinking about something. Lunch or... (laughs) What no. you're, you're going to do afterwards. Uh, yeah, yeah. After, after this, I'm just going to go to hit the gym. One of the things that I realized uh, that I hadn't been doing previously is taking care of my body. Yeah. And, uh, Which I see you're in the up early morning, 536. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Crazy. Uh, so, like, I think that's, that's kind of goes uh, along the lines of the work-life balance that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, there's also there's work-life balance between you and your family and then there's work-life balance between yourself <laughs> like take care yeah. of yourself so you're able to go longer s- live till you're 60 or 70 you know you know what i mean so just uh planning to go to the gym thinking about that 
um, thinking about what I need to eat, but like just just for the future, yeah. Stay happy, do things that make you happy. It's your one life. Take advantage of it. That's right. So, why is health important to you? Because I see you're, you're you're in shape. You're not like overweight, but <laughs> yeah. What made you go down that route? Was it Andy that's pushing you from Project One Fifty? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Andy. Although he does awesome workouts and stuff, and always posts great content on his yeah. page. Um, it, it's just, it's just myself. Like if I, if I picture the best version of myself, it's going to be educated, mm-hmm. um, have a great mind on, have a positive mindset and then also have a healthy body that goes with that. So, um, health is like the mental and the physical. I think yeah. I have the mental part down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to get that physical part down as well. There's yeah. always some things that you want to say like, Hey, one day I want to say I was able to bench press 215 pounds <laughs> or something like that. Right. Well, you, you can prove it now because now. With cell phones, you can take video clips and show it to your future kids. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love the podcast thing because, uh, like you were saying, with print, print, you have your son, Prince, right? Yeah. It's like anywhere he goes or if you go on a trip or something happens, you know, God forbid, like, this is there. This is immortalized, right? Like, Sean was, spoke like this and he's like, oh, my dad was like this kind of yeah. person. So I think that's dope. Yeah, because even with, with what we're doing here with the podcast, it's recorded. It's like your like you as a rap artist, this is your, your album. Mm-hmm. So it's forever etched into whatever platforms it's on. So it's a great thing. I just want to say thank you for joining me. I'm going to give you one minute for a key takeaway from our interview. Key takeaway? Um, if something's bothering you, if you're not feeling good mentally about something, like really look down to your soul and realize like, hey, why is that? What's, what, what is bothering me? Is it, you know, my job? Is it like my health? Is it people around me? And uh, mm. try to make steps on how to improve that because we, we all have the ability to change our surroundings and change our uh, emotions. Just We have to actively work on it. Yeah, and I'll add to that. It doesn't matter what you want to do. If you want to start a podcast, you want to go to university, you want to become a doctor or a mm. lawyer, you have to make that decision yourself, not your parents, not your siblings, your spouse. You can do anything you want if you truly put your mind to it. There's never going to be a situation where it's perfect. You have to have that drive. You have to take that risk to pursue your dreams because if you never do it, you will live your life in regret. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for joining me. I I got to press my famous button right here. Let's go, baby. Woo! Let's go! Want a real game changer in 2020? Try Copper Branch, plant-based power food. Their 100% plant-based menu satisfies with big flavors. It fuels your body and helps you feel your best. Copper Branch, the extraordinary taste of nature. Well, looks like our time's up for today. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to share, review, and show love. Till next time, make it happen. Let's go!